You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, welcome in, everybody. Sit down somewhere. Listen to Locked On Texans podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. As always, Wednesdays doesn't change. I am John, some sports guy Hickman. Across from me, Cody Davis. How you doing today, my brother? I'm doing good. I'm doing real well, man. Uh, just another day working with kids, trying to avoid germs. Aww. You know how it is with the kids. But, you know, you can definitely find this show. Wherever you are, you know, you can be grocery shopping with your kids. You can be um, at, a, at a dance recital. You don't really feel like being at right now, but you have to be the world's greatest dad. But you still want to take on some Texas news. That is awful. Uh, that's reality. Please don't listen to this at your daughter's <laughs> dance recital. What she, she's dancing. I'm watching and I'm listening. But that that, that just doesn't go right. Why, well, why would you do that to your daughter? And then your daughter go be like, "Oh, daddy, did I do? Did, look how? Did you I see how saw I did?" You so do I did. Well, I didn't. But hear you're not you. paying attention. Well, you can pay attention at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Megaphone, Spotify, and you can argue that sports.com. Those are all the areas and places where you can find our great podcast where we talk Texans daily. And so, you know, it's been a journey right now with us and with Locked On Texas Podcast and the team that sits at 2-2. Two and two. Locked On Crossover today. Cody, you ready? Yep. Definitely got to do that with Aaron Freeman of the Atlanta Falcons. Dirty Birds. Woo! I'm ready, man. I'm, I'm ready. Are you ready? I mean, they are the arch nemesis of my favorite team, but, you know, it's whatever. Well, you may get some payback. I know everybody's ready to save money and never get overdraft fees. You know who can help you with that? Dave, 3 million people already use Dave, the app, to save up to $1,000 a year in overdraft fees. That's why it's the number one budgeting app in the App Store. Go to dave.com slash locked on and never pay another overdraft fee again. Do you want to pay overdraft fees? Of course you don't. Go to Dave. What's the name of that app again? Dave. Dave. Hmm. Okay, so Dave helping us. You know, avoid overdraft freeze. We have something that can help Dave. Oh, we do. Speaking of Atlanta, you remember the Freak Nick was in Atlanta? You know what would help with that if it was going on in 2019? Bluetooth would help with that. I just want to tell you guys about some really good sex. That's a lot going on in Atlanta right now. Listen, guys, really, seriously, Bluetooth.com is where you need to check it out. There are some times... You just need the extra confidence in boost in bed. It happens. Don't be ashamed. It happens to everybody. That's why we're telling you about BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color. Chew like what it brings to you. The first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra. And Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up as twice as fast as a pill. You can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Now, this isn't just for guys who can't perform. It's for any guy who wants extra function to enhance their performance in the bedroom. Blue Chew is prescribed online, shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, 
no more awkwardness made in the usa you can trust the brand right now we have a special deal for our listeners visit bluetooth.com get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code mlb just pay five dollars shipping again that's blue2.com promo code mlb crossover wednesdays on the locked on podcast i definitely can't wait to get with aaron freeman All right, guys, you are locked on Falcons. I'm your host, Aaron Freeman, and I'm joined today for a crossover episode with the host of Locked On Texans, Cody Davis. And um, I'm sorry, John, what's your name? <laughs> I forgot. It slipped my mind. John Hickman. John Hickman. I'm oh, sorry. Uh, and uh, I guess I'll have to re record this uh, intro later on. So, um, John Hickman. Uh, we're going to talk about this week five matchup between the Falcons and the Texans. Hey, guys, uh, how you doing tonight? We're doing good, man. You know, down here in H-Town. Uh, what is this, an hour ahead in Atlanta right now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we're doing good right now. Uh, I personally want to make my way back to Atlanta soon for some Harold's Chicken. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh... We'll just jump right into this uh, game and matchup, I guess. Uh, talk a little bit Falcons football, Texans football. Um, you know, the Falcons' offense has been struggling so far this season. I think it's going to be pivotal for them to get back on track this week against the Texans' defense. I'm curious, are you guys looking at this Falcons' offense as, you know, they have been struggling this year, but is it still an offense that you guys have a little bit of concern and fear going up against this Texans' defense? Um, well, personally, John here, uh, no, I, I don't have any fear right now from the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, this is a version of the Falcons team that I've seen before that it just feels like it's going to take them a while to actually kick up into their offense. Um, turnovers here, they're losing a turnover battle. They're, they're not really uh, protecting Matt Ryan like they would like. You know, I believe it was five sacks in the previous game. And I'm looking at what we're doing on defense how we're getting after quarterback. So I think that's a, a point in our favor there. And I have no fear from this Atlanta offense right now. They're not balanced and they're just not good. And another and another reason why we don't fear Atlanta, not trying to sound cocky or anything, but I mean, right now Atlanta has really been struggling with their run game. Like as of right now, the Falcons are ranked 26 in rushing yards. And I mean, that's not, that's not pretty good. You know, it's, especially for a team in that NFC South, you know, trying to take the title away from my New Orleans Saints. So it's not looking too good for you guys. Okay. Uh, I didn't know we had a Saints right here on the podcast. But, um, you know, I, I think you guys uh, justify. I wish I could come back and say, you know, well, you got to worry about this, but you got to worry about the But really, the Falcons have really done nothing to really inspire much confidence on the offensive side of the ball. And so the hope is that, you know, this week is the week that they finally start to unlock that potential. Um, but if they can't, you know, it's, it's going to be another long day for them. I guess I'm curious, you know, with the Texans defense playing, you know, pretty well this season, what would you guys say is the team's biggest strength on that side of the ball? What would you say is their biggest weakness on that side of the ball? Well, right now, I think our biggest strength is our front seven. 
Um, if we look at it with Christian McCaffrey, we held him under 100 yards, and he mm-hmm. was, if not one right now, after a big game from uh, Fournette Sunday, either one or two rushing in the league. Uh, I think that's our biggest strength. And on top of that, we have a guy that's playing in his contract year, uh, Willie Merciless, who's just causing fumbles every way. And that's an issue that the Falcons are struggling with right now. Whether it's the, uh, actually losing the fumbles or keeping them, they're having little issues on their end as well. So I think our front seven is definitely our biggest strength. Uh, weakness, on the other hand, are we just looking at defense or the entire team? Uh, defense. I, I can probably guess what your overall weakness is going to be. <laughs> yeah, I think our weakness right now on defense. I would say secondary. Because um, only due to the fact, now, the last two weeks, the secondary has really shown some kind of promise. Uh, you take a look at what they did um, in the second half against the Los Angeles Chargers, and then you take a look at what they did on Sunday against the Carolina Panthers despite the loss. But at the end of the day, it, it, it's, it's still kind of shaky only due to the fact that they're still making changes. I know today they actually picked up another um, another safety. Uh, we still had Jonathan Joseph, who was – he is still our best – He's still our best defender in that secondary position. And then you take a look at you guys on the other side of the field, has Julio Jones. If Julio is matched up with Jonathan Joseph, that, that might be a problem. Yeah, that would be a problem. So that's definitely, especially looking at the game and the concerns for the actual game. I think that would be the biggest problem. Who is going to stop Julio? Because mm-hmm. knowing Julio like I know Julio, he's due for one of those games. Yeah, I think that's really – the Falcons are really looking for a spark. And, you know, a big game for Julio Jones often historically has been sort of the thing that sparks their offense when they're sort of in a little bit of the dumps. And, you know, right now, you know, these last couple of games, Calvin Ridley's been pretty quiet and – you know, that's been a problem. Julio Jones hasn't really had, a, a, you know, a lot of production this year compared to some previous years where he just comes out of the gates, you know, sort of dominating. And if they can't get those two guys going, and as you guys said, the, the Texans' you know, biggest weakness on their defense is their secondary. That's really the area that the Falcons want to attack. But obviously, in order to do so, they have to hold up. Um, against that pass rush, and, and if Merciless is creating fumbles, and you got JJ Watt out there, among others, you know that could create some problems, and, and maybe do a, a number to help protect some of those players on the back end. But it's, it's going to be an interesting week for the Falcons' offense. I think if they can get things going, then they have a shot. Um, because you know I'm looking at this offense, and given how the Falcons' defense has played so far this year, so I'm very worried about that. And so, I, you know, I think that's a pretty good segue if you guys want to jump into uh, talking, you know, flipping sides of the ball and talk a little bit more about this Texans offense going over against this Falcons defense. The Texans offense, it's it's confusing. You know, you, you, you on paper, you, you will see, you know, we got a really good quarterback. Of course, one of the best receivers in this game in – you know, you just take a look at all the other receivers we got from Kenny Stills, who is, you know, questionable due to due to the injury that he suffered against the Panthers. Um, you ask, also look at Will Fuller. Um, you look at the production that Duke Johnson and 
Carlos Hyde has been giving us in the backfield. You know, it, they have a lot of firepower, but for some reason, they look kind of confused. Won't you say the, say the same thing, John? Yeah, confused. I mean, you got two games where you look all world, then you have two games where you look like, I don't know what's going on. Now, of course, there's a lot of things that come with an offense breaking down defenses, as we saw uh, with Deshaun Watson and the reporter from The Athletic. You know, he broke down uh, the safeties and how the safety played through his pass. So I will throw him off a little bit in that game. Uh, this past Sunday against the Panthers. So I think looking at our offense right now, our biggest issue is inconsistency. Hmm. One game we go up against the NFC South Saints where they are one play away, one call away from making the Super Bowl, and we Mm -hmm. put a game up. Then the next game we go up against one of our rivals, in-division rivals, and we can't really score. Hmm. We win the game, but we can't score. Next game we go to the AFC uh, AFC West, LA Chargers, another team that you know within the playoff last year, we 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 ball out. Then we go up against the Panthers, where we drop a dud. So it seems like, and I've said this before, Aaron, it seems like we play to our competition. And that's gonna be, and that's gonna be the biggest key against playing against you guys, um, because the Texans are favored heading into this game, but the only thing is the Texans play either up or down to the level of their competition. Now, if they play down to the level of the Falcons, you guys are not playing good, but at the end of the day, you still have Matt Ryan, you still have Julio Jones, you guys are still a dangerous team. It's only a matter of time if and when you guys can find that 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 switch. And I'm a Saints fan, and you guys are one of the teams that I've always kept an eye out on. I don't I don't care if you guys record is, are one in three right now. You guys have an opportunity, and it's still early in the season, to flip that switch. And I'm just afraid that you guys might find that extra mojo against the Texans who are not going to come out and play as good as they should. No, I'm curious. No, I don't believe it to happen. I don't believe the Falcons will show up Sunday. But look at the weapons okay. that they have. Sorry, Aaron. Um, you you can't disrespect the weapons that they have. I know you're part of the Locked On family, <laughs> but I don't believe it's going to happen Sunday. <laughs> look, I, look, I I was winning the very confident that the Falcons would take care of business last week against the Titans. They did not. And so at this point in time, I have zero expectations going into this game. So it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know what we're going to see. I hope we see a good team show up. And like usually the way it goes is the minute you're at your lowest point with the Falcons, then all of a sudden they show up. And when you're at your highest, they're going to completely disappoint you. So we'll see what happens this weekend. I definitely can't wait. I'll actually be in the building for this game. Uh, So... Uh, you will get some live tweets, especially if the Falcons is just dropping the dud. But, guys, this is Locked On Texas Podcast with the Crossover Wednesday with the Locked On, Locked on Falcons and Freeman. Uh, thank you for joining, and we, we appreciate you having us on your show as well. Aaron, I got a question for you. Looking at this Falcons roster, now we know the Falcons have had an issue with putting together a consistent Defense, everything that comes with defense, getting after the passer, uh, the secondary linebackers, the whole nine, and then those issues combined with the fact that yeah, you're not get, you're not getting any sacks, 
but we're giving up too many sacks. Our offense is out of whack. What is the one area of this team that concerns you the most? Um, you talk about the team overall or just the defense? Team overall. I mean, right, the Falcons have always been an offensive-driven team, and their offense is bad, and that's a problem. Like, the defense has always been inconsistent. It's nothing new. Um, it's nothing that you've ever been able to rely on going back, you know, really decades. It's, it's always been at sort of at best an average defense in their best years. So it's really about the offense, and when the offense is struggling to the degree that it has been, where they're getting outscored in the first half of these games, 71 to 20, and basically all their production on offense comes in garbage time late in games when they're trying to dig their ways out of, you know, two and three score deficits. You know, that, that's been a major issue. So right now it's really the offense, and I think that's going to be the thing. If they're going to get their season back on track, it's going to be stopped by this offense starting to live up to potential. Yeah, I mean, I, and I've been – who hasn't watched the Falcons? I mean, since number seven came on the field, it took the sports world by storm. <laughs> Everybody knows about the Falcons. So we know that that team. Go Vic, baby. Go Vic. Those dirty birds, they are based off that offense. And I just, I'm looking at a couple of things, even with special teams, you guys are starting on your, on the 22 yard line, where opponents are starting on the 30 yard line. You're not really getting those extra boost plays from a lot of areas. Are you hearing anything coming out of the Falcons organization at this time that would elude you or make you believe or make even us believe that there will be a change, um, a positive change this upcoming Sunday? Nothing. I mean, that, that's kind of the problem when, when asked, you know, what's going on? How do you fix it? Basically getting the same answers we've heard for the last couple of weeks. And, anything positive in the improvement on the field. In fact, they've arguably regressed over the last three games. So, you know, maybe they hit rock bottom and, you know, the the only way is up from this point on. But I, I feel like there's still a little bit more room for them to fall, even sink, in, sink even lower uh, if they can't get things back on track. So that that's a big question right now. And there really hasn't been a, a lot said or done that really gives you a sort of optimism that this week is going to be the week that they figure it out. And I definitely understand that. Um, Aaron Freeman of Locked On Falcons, the Locked On crossover, a part of the Locked On family. Um, I got to tell you, man, I, I, for one, I'm excited to be at the game. It's been a while since I've been at a Texans game uh, to actually just watch the game and have fun. Uh, but I, you know, I got Julio on my fantasy. So if if Julio goes off, that's perfectly fine with me. I just need a, a loss. <laughs> so you're you're hoping for uh, the Texans to go up big, and then the Falcons in garbage time to speed Julio, just and feed, just eventually come up short in, in the fourth quarter. Feed him, feed him like he's never ate before. Well, look, look, you know, all jokes aside, uh, you know, I think that's probably a likely outcome <laughs> with how the Falcons play this year. Uh, so we'll, we'll have to sort of see how, man, it's just like a, I'm, I'm trying to come up with like positive ways to, to express some optimism for the Lockdown Falcons listeners that are looking for some right now, but I really have nothing for them. 
I'm going to tell you what's a positive before we get out of here. Uh, they are still playing the Houston Texans, and this team is very inconsistent. So um, it, it's not a trap game, of course, because it's not like we're the Miami Dolphins or you guys are the Miami Dolphins or something like that. But uh, I think at this time, the Falcons sit at one and three. The the Texans sit at two and two, could easily be one and three or three and one. So um, this is a team that I think is still – matched in a way because of the players and talent that they have on their roster. So, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm talking a lot of trash. I do believe the Texans will win this game, but I, I, I think it'd be closer than what I may be even thinking about and projecting at this time. I just don't believe in the Falcons offense right now. I mean, I, <laughs> I believe the Texans will win this game too, but like I alluded to earlier, if they come out and play down to the level of the Falcons competition, Atlanta has the weapons to pull this off. That's all I'm saying. That's all fair. Look, I, I think it's a winnable game. I think every game the Falcons' talent level puts them on a level potentially where they can you know, beat any team in this league. Uh, or at least the vast majority of teams in this league. And so this is a, definitely a winnable game, but it's just right now we haven't really seen anything close to the Falcons living up to that potential. And, and maybe this is the week that they figure it all out, but I'm not overly confident. Uh, last week was a perfect opportunity for them off of a, a tough road loss, you know, showed some fight at the end of that game and carry that over into a home game. And they just completely crapped the bed uh, right to start against the Titans. And so going back on the road where they've kind of struggled the last two seasons, um, I'm not overly optimistic that they're going to be able to figure it out. But I'm hoping that we see some improvement. And whether they or lose, I, at least that's something that can, they can build off for in the future. You know, uh, Hey, Aaron, um, I hate to bring this up, man, but I just have to ask, have you, have you guys gotten over the 28-3 loss in the Super Bowl, man? Because it, it just seems, I'm not trying to be funny, but it just seems like ever since that Super Bowl, you guys have, have not been the same. Well, look, I've done about, I don't know, 30 of these crossovers. And it seems like that 28 to 3 comes up on every single one of them. Um, I think, you know, Sorry, essentially man, what happened. <laughs> no, no, look, I look, I lived through that. I, I I can, you know, I can I always tell people if I can survive that, I can survive anything. Um, <laughs> but you know, basically, like, you know, a lot I think the realization that I think a lot of people are coming to now recently is that they were in that Super Bowl beat largely due to Kyle Shanahan. And since he's been gone, this team has sort of been flitting in the wind, trying to figure out what they are and trying to get back on track. And are, are they a defensive-driven team? Or are they still an offensive-driven team? And they've changed offensive coordinators you know, a couple of times now. They've changed defensive coordinators a couple of times now since that 2016 season. So it's one of those things where they're still trying to figure it out. And you know, look, I, I wish I had a, you know, compelling reason to say that they have gotten over that 28-3 loss, but, you know, the evidence isn't really there. Uh, no worries, Aaron. Um, at the end of the day, you guys got 28-3, and, you know, from the Who That Nation, we got the, the no call. So, it, it, it's all <laughs> together. You guys are hard. Yeah. It made it feel a little bit better. It made it feel a little bit better. 
Eric, before we get out of here, can we get a quick score prediction for Sunday's matchup? Um, I think it's, you know, it's hard for me to see the Falcons keeping this te- a lid on the Texas offense. So I, I, I'm going with the Texans winning 31, and maybe, I, you know, I'll be a little bit optimistic and say the Falcons offense gets a little bit back on track, uh, and the Falcons get 27. So the Texans win 31-27. Mm. All right, Sunday, uh, I will be tweeting you live from the game. So um, be ready. Uh, this is um, this is great. I love these locked over, locked over uh, crossover locked on shows on Wednesdays. But we really appreciate you uh, stopping by and joining our show today. Hello, it was my pleasure. I'm, I'm glad you guys could jump on Lockdown Falcons and, and talk some football with me. Um, it's it's nice to talk a little bit about a team that's at least doing something right. Uh, it's been a while since I've been able to talk about my team doing that right. So if the Texans are, are, are going to, you know, I don't know. I just I want to see a good football game. I haven't seen one a, a, a good Falcon game in a long time. So I'm hoping we get to see that on Sunday. Ouch. Falcon <laughs> listeners. Yikes. Thanks, Aaron. We appreciate it. So where can they find you on Twitter? I'm at Falcfans, F-A-L-C-F-A-N-S. Awesome. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Locked On Texans, only on the Locked On Podcast Network. Um, as always, that was Aaron Freeman, host of Locked On Falcons. Man, 28 to 3. Yeah, we're gonna beat him. <laughs> I just I have no faith in the Atlanta Falcons like, right here. But it's just like they just they just never been the same since then. And the thing is, you know, Matt Ryan won MVP a couple of years ago. That year he won MVP. Won MVP. Uh the following year, people would say he had a down year. I thought last year he had a really good year. Actually, I didn't even know thought. Mike Ryan had a, a beast year last year. Yeah, but in that division, one team will always overshadow the other three. And last year, it was just us over in shadow. Yeah. Like the year that the Panthers yeah, went to the Super Bowl, the Saints and Atlanta had a good year. But in the NFC South, you always hear yeah. just one team. Yeah, that's true. It's just because it's, it's a it's, tough division. It's that's always all. It is. It's always a rotating door. It's the only person that don't get in on that. Only team that doesn't get on that is the Buccaneers. They haven't been in this since 2002, 2003. Yeah, Super Bowl. I was still living in New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. So, and you know, it could possibly be their year now. I doubt that, Ooh. too. The Bucks. The Bucks. But they did put up 58. They what was it, 58, 53? And, and, and they beat the Panthers on Thursday night. They well, are sitting at 2-2. Two and two. Well. We'll see about that. We'll um, see. If you had $20. Your bills paid, everything's taken care of. Your woman's happy, your wife's happy, your daughters, whatever. You're sitting at home listening to the show. Cody, you're in front of me right now. Would you bet those twenty dollars that you know what? Hey, the Buccaneers will make the playoff. Hell no. Just twenty dollars, you wouldn't bet that. 
Hell no. That's $20. Cause what's gonna happen is let's say playoffs is around teams start clinching the playoffs around December. That's Christmas time. At this time, I've already spent up all my money and I got $20 left. But yet I decided to bet you that the Buccaneers was gonna make the playoffs and they didn't. I need gas in my car. It takes about $20 to fill up my car, but what's gonna happen? I gotta give $20 to you, and now I can't get to work because I have no gas, and next thing you know, I get fired. If not me, it's going to be my bookie. Whoever you bet with, you got to give them that money. But let me tell you guys about my bookie. I don't know about you, but when I want to bet, make some money real quick, I go to my bookie. There's a lot of reasons why. For one, especially if you sign up right now, if you join right now, my bookie will double your first deposit. My bookie is the best. If you like betting on a couple of big games, Favorites for the week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a bigger payout. Between the football season, MLB playoffs, and the start of the NBA and NHL season, it's time to get off the sideline, get off the couch, make some money, get into the action. And again, like I said, if you join right now, my bookie will double your first deposit when you use promo code Locked On to activate the offer. That's promo code locked on to activate the offer. W cash. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Hmm. Maybe I should use my bookie. Bet about forty dollars that the Bucks gonna make the playoffs. Right. Then they don't. Right. Don't get to work. Right. Get fired. Right. That'd be a good excuse to tell my wife why I'm not working no more. And you get unemployment at least. That too. Sound like a good you got idea. Got a guaranteed contract for at least a while. It's like yeah, at the, least uh, for six months. At least for six months. Hmm. I know. Actually, I think it's a full year. Full year. Full hmm. year. Sound good. Yeah, that's good. Hmm. Let's do it. Ah, but you still have locked on Texans as a job. So I can't get it. You may. You probably won't report this. Nah, probably won't. I did it. Yes. So we gonna send this to everyone, but the, <laughs> the <laughs> IRS. <laughs> <laughs> But the government. But thank you guys for supporting the Locked On Texans podcast. As always, some sports guy, you can find me on Twitter at some sports guy two wise. Don't forget to follow Locked On Texans on Twitter. Like the Facebook page as well. I can't do this by myself, guys. I gotta tell you, the best host in the world is across from me right now. Michael Bryant. I don't want to give him my government name since I said I wasn't going to report this. So, yeah, Michael Bryant. And what's your Twitter name? Um, my Twitter name is Brian Michael <laughs> underscore 83. Um, the 83 stands for the year the the, the 76ers won because I'm a 76ers fan. Wow. Go, go Philly. You can definitely find him on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Right? You going to do me like that? I just, I, that's mm. what I did. We appreciate you guys. Word of the wise. From the wise to you guys. I'm sure you're wise. What you got, Cody? Don't blow a 28-3 lead. Woo! Don't do that. Don't do that at all. Until next time, you guys enjoy your day. We really appreciate you guys. And don't forget, the meetup will be happening soon. It looks like everybody is shooting for the heights here. So we will find something out for you guys. Peace. You are locked on Texans. Your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.